Greetings and thank you for tuning in. This is chapter 7 of the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about leading change. We will first understand what is change, and then we will talk about how we can lead change and make things better for ourselves and for our organization. I would like to start with a childhood story. And I thought about it long and hard about what type of story I can share with you for this episode that will illustrate how we as humans react to change. And I've selected the following. When I was 13 years old, my parents decided to move from the apartment I was born in. So all my life up until that point, we lived in one apartment. It was a large apartment. I had my own room. I had plenty of room to play around. It was a little bit of a castle in the sky, if you will, at least for me as a child. It was the fourth floor, a very large apartment. If you can think of an apartment building, there are only two apartments per floor. So there's plenty of space to roam around. And especially as a child, I always felt that I have all this room to play and I just loved where I lived because this is all I knew. And then change came. Now it wasn't sudden, I knew it was coming. And the reason my parents needed to move and wanted to move was because at the time that building we lived in did not have an elevator. So my parents who were in their mid to late 40s at the time, which is, it's kind of funny to think about it because this is my current age and I can completely understand their move, although I didn't at the time. They needed to move because they said, Owen, it's just becoming very difficult for us to climb four flights of stairs every day, multiple times a day. Although it kept them in shape, it just gets hard after a while. And Looking back, I am very grateful that they explained the why to me. They gave me a really good reason as to why we have to move. And by the way, we only moved about two miles to the next town. You know, it wasn't a a massive move. Yet, it was devastating to me because I left all my friends, everyone I knew around me there, and had to move to a new space. Now, if you didn't move much in your life, you can probably appreciate the devastation that comes with it, if you will. Especially for a teenager, I was just entering my teen, I was teens, I was 13 years old. It was just a difficult change to absorb. However, I did not have a choice, if you will, to come back to my parents and say, well, keep climbing the stairs, I don't care that it's strenuous on you, I want to stay. You know, I I just, you got to be a very selfish person to respond like that. They gave me a really good legitimate reason as to why that change was necessary. Of course, the story ends on a good note. It took me a few months to adapt, but then we moved into a townhome. And in fact, my my father still owns both properties, which is kind of... uh, Uh, funny, if you will, because it's always, uh, when I go back home to visit, it's always a a visit back to to my childhood. 
And so they had a really good reason for that change and they shared it with me. They were respectful enough to share it with their 13-year-old youngest and say, look, this is why this is happening. So don't be devastated. There is a reason behind it. And this is a point I want to drive through today. When you apply change, explain the why. When change is needed, explain the why. When change is coming from a change in government, explain why, right? If, if the government is imposing a new regulation that your business has to follow, explain the people working for you. Hey, listen, it is what it is. This is the new rule. This is how we're going to move forward. For example, the rule uh, that everyone must wear a mask in America uh, on federal land. It is what it is. Whether you like it or not, regardless of what you think uh, about mask rules during uh, COVID-19, it is what it is. You have to comply. Some change is needed and we just have to do it because it is what it is. Other change will happen out of necessity. And let me give you the following example of lack of uh, responding to change in a changing environment. Do you remember Blockbuster, a worldly company? I am pretty positive that some of the listeners here remember a time where you used to go to Blockbuster to the store and pick up a VHS video to watch for the evening and then later on a DVD and perhaps a Blu-ray. But where is Blockbuster today? They're gone. They're gone. I think they have one Pardon me, one store in Alaska, and that's it, if it even exists. What happened there? Do you see, what happened with Blockbuster is that they did not adapt to change. And by the way, we're going to talk about leadership and adaptability in a future episode. But they are complacent. And I'm willing to bet, you know, I never worked for a blockbuster, definitely not for blockbuster leadership, but the writing was on the wall. Internet bandwidth kept growing. Streaming became the norm. Yet blockbusters stayed behind and said, well, we're still going to do DVDs. We're still maybe going to do Blu-rays or VHS. They, for some reason, failed to identify that this is a dying breed. And if they have adapted accordingly and changed accordingly, we may have seen Netflix, Hulu, and Blockbuster in this day and age as a streaming service. But they didn't. I once worked for a leader, air quotation marks, that said to me, we've always done this this way. There's no way, no reason to change. I knew to run for the hills right there and then. If you work for anyone, if this is your thought process, it's always been like that, why change? Then you're not in the right mindset. Although it is understandable because people generally are reluctant and resistant to change. This is just the nature of humans. Change is not a comfortable thing for most of us. Therefore, we resist it. And that's okay. But as a leader, you have to change your mind, pun intended, have a different 
mindset and understand the importance of making changes in order to stay in business. Some changes are absolutely necessary and you just have to do it. Now, remember, the way you deliver change to your followership, to the people working for you and with you, is with a thorough explanation and start with why. As Simon Sinek says in his work, uh, Simon Sinek is a leadership guru, and I had mentioned him in the past. He's an absolute genius, if you ask me. I have yet to meet him in person, but it is uh, on my uh, bucket list. I'm hoping to meet him one day. Look him up. Look up his book, Start With Why. When you start with why, when you explain the why to the people working for you and with you, they will be more prone to adapt to the change and follow you throughout the process of change with a better understanding of why they're doing what they're doing. If you share your end in mind, your vision, your view of how this change is going to positively impact the organization, share it with them. Then you have people working with you towards a change and not against you. So remember, change is not always comfortable, but at times change is needed. Keep that in mind. I'll leave you with this. Change can be as simple as the following. When I go to work during normal times, when we actually go to work and not work from home, I will not park in the same spot. Although I can, I don't have a designated spot, but I will not park in the same spot. I will purposely take a different route to work. I will purposely park in a different spot at work because I'm getting myself used to constant change. That's something I picked up in one of my leadership studies. It's a very simple thing to do, and I recommend you do the same. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a lovely rest of the week. And I look forward to our next episode.